Uh, anyway, I guess here we go then. You can tell this is our first time recording alone. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Ready or Not podcast, where we talk about the things you might be ready to hear. Or not. I'm your host, Ruthie Chapetta. And I'm Noemi Meyer. Welcome to the quiet room. Welcome. Yes, so this is uh, episode three. Yeah. Um, authenticity in teenage life. As teenagers, I'd say we have some experience, you know. Yeah, little. Just um, like a tad. Just a tad bit. When we posted the episode descriptions, like on the Instagram, follow mm-hmm. at ready or not underscore podcast underscore if you're not already. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't be, though. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> a little confused. <laughs> but when, we, when I was writing the description for this episode, like yeah. the first thing that I wrote down was like, being a teenager is hard. It sucks. <laughs> it really does. It, it really does suck. sucks. It's so much. I je- Okay. You know, like the whole, like stereotype of life is teenage years you do your build like character building yeah. and everything oh. and it's the hardest time I've of your done life so much but then after building. that it's like bliss i'm really waiting for that bliss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because everyone's like high school is going to be like the worst years of your life or whatever and like hey don't get me wrong no but they also <laughs> say that they're the best years yeah and, and i see that honestly. i have a hot take it's both <laughs> No, I genuinely do think so. <laughs> no, I agree because f- wow. Yeah. Wow, how? Yeah. Like I think no, but I also have to specify it's my last two years of high school. Because yeah, yeah, my first two years, fair. I was cruising. That I was, was doing fine. IGCSEs. You know. Okay, was... here's a question: Is it teenagehood or is it the IB? <laughs> You know? You know what? No, here's my hot take. Mm-hmm. I think that it's that mix. It's mm-hmm. a perfect storm of the IB, which is crazy, just like difficult mm-hmm. and like really intense. And like that's that's a whole other episode, honestly. We've said this before. Like we can yeah. make a whole episode on the IB. But like also the fact that you're a teenager mm-hmm. and like our hormones right now are going insane. Insane. We're in a place where everybody else's hormones are going insane. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we're just cooped up with each other. The craziest thing I feel like is that it's all happening at the same time. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it. It's not just us. Everything yeah. that others are experiencing has yeah. an influence on us. Mm-hmm. You know, as we do have like those friendships and like close connections, and I think that has the largest impact on your experience oh, yeah. of teenagehood. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah. yeah. Who you hang around with, like. Like, to, like, from personal experience. Like, for a long time, I hung out. I said, like, so many times. Wow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to that back and hate myself. <laughs> but I've gone through phases of, like, I lived in the UK. And mm-hmm. I wasn't a teenager then. But, like, mm-hmm. my point is that I've been around so many different kinds of friend groups. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived in the mm-hmm. UK. I went to, you know, yeah. a school when I was in Dar. I'm going to this school, which is, like, yeah. widely yeah. international, you know. So it's, like, every time you're in that new place. And yeah. it's weird, first of all, because you have to readjust and figure out the dynamics. Mm-hmm. And then on top That's of that, true, your yeah. body and your personality is completely readjusting as yeah. you're trying to readjust. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. And at some point, like, we have to talk about the physical changes as well. Because yeah. I will tell you that going from no boobs to every boob and, like... <laughs> every boob. <laughs> she has four. <laughs> I might as well. <laughs> no boob to, like, every boob to, like, looking like a plank to all of a sudden having childbearing hips. And, yeah, like, yeah. 
that's a whole other thing. We're going to bookmark that. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> okay. Also, one thing I would like to note, obviously, mm-hmm. we cannot speak for the experience of every teenager Ma- all teenagers and also male teenagers oh obviously. that's a good point yeah yeah i don't know um, so when we men. do talk about <laughs> when we talk about um our experience it is our experience as yeah as women, women, of color, women of color um that's it <laughs> teenage women of color yeah so much though <laughs> it really such is. a large portion you know when we started like when I started thinking about what we would talk about in this episode, I really couldn't tell you because there's so much to unpack. There's so, there's so many much. different like aspects, you know? Yeah. Well, you said something kind of interesting. Like, we, we're recording two episodes today, back to back, yeah. Um, and we, we didn't know the order in which we were going to record them. And the other episode we're filming today is um, episode one, Femininity. And Noemi thought that was what we were going to start with. And so <laughs> she was telling us about uh, how we should talk about, well, telling me about how we should talk about, like, um, that idea of like trying to balance everything mm-hmm. that you are in like who you are authentically yeah with like your identity and the stereotypes yeah. that kind of come with that yeah and mm-hmm. i think that's like a really good place to start unpacking mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. like you mentioned it like we're both black mm-hmm. uh we're both teenagers mm-hmm. and at least for me i've always felt like there was a very certain specific type of person i was supposed to be because i was black Mm -hmm. you know especially like when you become a woman because you know when you're a kid it's kind of like that whole you can do whatever you like situation but then it's like the moment that you're like a teenager or developing into a woman all of a sudden things are so much more tense yeah yeah (laughs) you know all of a sudden like there's all these new rules and Mm -hmm. like even i would say like i say women of color but honestly a lot of it was just the fact that i was a girl Mm-hmm. you know yeah. which it's gonna link in a lot to femininity but i think when you become a teenager it's kind of the first moment that you start getting a taste of how terrifying the world is for women yeah <laughs> you know genuinely because yeah. like that's the age you're told like no skirts sc- no short skirts yeah like you know cross don't your legs your don't show your belly button cover up your chest and like it's kind of the first moment that you're like what what is going on <laughs> what is Ooh, i just thought of something tell me the show Big Mouth. <laughs> okay, I hold recommend on. Let's, let's everyone just, listening I really to also watch recommend that. Yeah. Everybody watch Big Mouth because it's hilarious. It's out there, it, but it also talks about yeah all the amazingly crazy things that happen inside of and your And the body. way it links back to what you were saying <laughs> is that we're going through changes. You know, <laughs> I'm going through changes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Should have been an album, not a podcast. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think so. Uh huh. Um, but the way that um, people experiences their changes are very different. But I feel like the experiences women have are very similar, and partly the reason is because of like societal pressures, you know. Mm. Um, but another aspect to it is you don't know what's going on with you when yeah. you are going through yes. these changes, you mm-hmm. know. And, I mean, for me, luckily, I had a good support system at home um, who explained it to me, you know, made me feel comfortable. But, like, a lot of people don't have that. And yeah. I don't know. How how do you think, like, you would adjust to these changes? I think that, like, I, th- I was lucky enough to have, you know, my, I had both my parents around and my mom really helped me through it. But because of the society and the culture that we had... Mm-hmm. A lot of it wasn't talked about. Like yeah, at all. yeah. Like yeah. zero, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so a lot of the times I was going through these things based on like little things I'd seen on the internet. 
and just not really getting it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't understand so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that I'm older and I'm in a position where I can look up, like, I can look at things and, like, connect them to things and help understand, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. It makes me feel so much... Like, I feel like every teenager kind of has that moment where, like, they're like, what the fuck is going on with me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, what is going on with me? Like, Mm -hmm. whether it's because you're just moody all the time, Mm -hmm. feeling awful, you're breaking out, Mm -hmm. you're bloated, Mm -hmm. you're on your period and want to kill anything with a pulse. (laughs) Like... Been there. I know, I really have. (laughs) You know, if you're horny all the time, you're just like, hey, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is going on inside Mm -hmm. my body? And, like... And going back to the point about women, like, I heard the phrase, like, oh, was she on her period? Before I really understood what that meant. Oh, yeah. You know? And yeah. it screwed with how I, like, pictured yeah. my period and my emotions during my period. Yeah. And. I think for me, that, like, that comment always made me so <laughs> angry. Like, I never even thought about it in a, like, oh, you're saying this because I'm being mean. That's why it must be true. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of it, like. Why do you think that that's right to say, you know? Yeah. Just because I menstruate does not mean I'm any less of a human being. Or, like, my emotions are yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that, like... And it comes down to also that idea of teenagedom and, mm-hmm. and the fact that all of a sudden your body's going through changes and you're not understanding these changes and people are making jokes about these changes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, I am so sorry, yeah? Actually, I'm not sorry. But... Every person who saw me before puberty and after puberty (laughs) (laughs) decided that it was appropriate to comment on how big my boobs have gotten. Mm -mm. And to preface this, (laughs) I'm going to be candid. I'm a K-cup, which is large. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) It's large. And it happened very fast. It didn't go from, like, A to K, like, overnight. But it definitely went from, like, A to maybe D, double D. (laughs) Overnight. (laughs) Yeah, I woke up and I was like, why do I have more than one pillow? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but every person, like, I didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was confused. And all I got were weird jokes about how all of a sudden I had boobs. Yeah. You know? And the boys in my... Oh, my God. Not even the boys in my class. My older brothers. Hey, Ray, James. Yeah, you guys. (laughs) One time we were playing charades. Mm -hmm. And one of the cards was me. (laughs) And these... Dumbasses. (laughs) I put a pillow like where the boob is, where the boobs are supposed to be, and walked around just shaking their chest. And I was like, screw you guys, I just got these. (laughs) I just got these. I just got them. I didn't even ask for them. (laughs) But it it, like messed with the way I started seeing my body and the way that like I started looking at these changes Mm -hmm. that were happening to me all of a Mm -hmm. sudden. I think. Another aspect of teenage life would be, like, the influences that we have, you know? Like mm-hmm. you said, um, it changed the way you would viewed yourself mm-hmm. and your body. And, you know, that happens every day, but with minuscule things, you know? Yeah. Like, even your um, brothers imitating you. Sure, they did that for fun. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> sure, they did it for fun. But... I don't think... Like, how old were they then? I was living in Dar, so I was older than 10. But I also had my boobs, so I had to have been maybe 13. 
She's doing and mental so, math. Give us a second. Yeah, it's no. <laughs> math is not my strong suit. <laughs> I was about thirteen, and Ray is about. Ray had to have been younger than twenty. Um, they were both teenagers, probably. Yeah, my eldest brother was probably around eighteen. Mm-hmm. My older brother was probably about sixteen. <laughs> you know what that leads me to believe? Teenagers oh, yes. are dumb. Yes. That's, <laughs> teenagers are so dumb. Yeah. Like and like I'll fully admit I am so dumb. I'm so I know nothing. Stupid. Like, <laughs> it's if so you bad. think about all the things that we have left to learn, yeah. and we're only eighteen and seventeen. You know also what's crazy about that is that idea that like as much as teenagers don't know anything, we get the the, the idea that we yeah. think we know everything, mm-hmm. even though we don't know anything, so we feel like we have to act like we know everything, mm-hmm. but we don't know anything. Yeah. Like, fake it till you make it. <laughs> honestly, like day to day, like at school, I'm seeing so many people who act like they know everything, won't admit that they don't know some things, but they just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm the same. Like I feel like I have to have a handle on things, but I don't know why I'm crying right now. Like <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think that's another thing to realize because you you're not alone in this. You know? Yeah, there are. Don't don't quote me on this. Millions <laughs> of other teenagers out there, you know? And we all have shared experiences of coming of age, learning things about us. And rather than that having, like, be something that divides us, it should really be something that brings us together because it's easier to struggle together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of leads me to, like, we talked about this as well before we wanted to record, um, that idea of uh, teenage cliques, you yeah. know, cliques, yeah. friendship groups, mm-hmm. you know, just that idea. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of the time there's always, you know, the stereotypical teenage cliques. You know, like, you, you hate somebody, who, you hate people who aren't in your clique, yeah. you don't want people who aren't in your clique, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I think from experience, honestly, a lot of the time that isn't the case. Yeah. And just, like, you know, thoughts on that whole notion. Well, for me personally... I completely disagree with cliques. The idea of excluding other people just because they're in a different group or aren't considered your friends or something is unreasonable. (laughs) People are people. Um, And honestly, the more friendships you have... There's also, like, that idea of, like... Don't get me wrong. Like, I think that cliques in that way that you just described it, Mm -hmm. don't do them. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do them, guys. No, no, no. Hey, no. (laughs) Don't do it. Yeah. Obviously, you're your own person and make your own decisions. But from our advice... Just be nice. Don't exclude people. (laughs) Don't do it. It's Um, not nice to be excluded. Put yourself in their shoes, please. Yeah. And thank you. But also, I think that there's also that thin line to draw between a clique and just a friendship group. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Because, like, I have been in friendship groups where um, people, like, I was just friends with people because we were similar. We were, Mm -hmm. like, we had lots of things in common and Mm -hmm. we were friends. Yeah. You know? And other people from the outside, like, I've had people tell me about, you know, those friends who I was friends with because we were similar. Oh, yeah, you guys were so exclusive. You excluded everybody else. Mm -hmm. But. We never really did that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we were, we, if you spoke to us, we spoke back to you. We were really nice. We talked about how much we liked other people who weren't in the group. Like, we would invite other people out and to do things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just because at the end of the day, you know, we liked hanging out with each other, it came off as that whole, mm-hmm. you're exclusive, you're excluding other people. Yeah. And I think that, like, obviously don't feel 
compelled to go out of your way yeah. to prove how nice of a person you are, especially if it's just kind of one of those situations. That's when yeah. you're not really nice. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, if you're proving a point to be nice, yeah. you're not actually nice. And then sometimes it's just that, like, you like your friends, and you and your friends click in a yeah. way that's different to the yeah. way that you and other people click. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, just I genuinely don't make other people that, yeah. feel awful. Exactly, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's crazy how, like, thin that line is and how... Like, I'll say it, like, me and those friends of mine who were friends because we were similar, we had no idea that other people thought this of us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And we were like, what? How did that even occur? Yeah, like, you know? Because yeah. we talked to other people. We were nice Yeah, but other you know people, what I also like... think? It's like, when you see, like, from personal experience, when you yeah. see a big group of friends, it's intimidating to walk up there and just yeah. be like, hey, guys, what's up? You yeah, know? and, like, honestly, especially in that case as well. Yeah. The reason, I, the main reason that I mainly spoke to the group of friends is because I have anxiety. <laughs> And other people scare me. <laughs> no, so I totally. I, I totally made those friends and I just that. held on. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I just really like she got it. Like I didn't want to go. <laughs> and like it's and then I just forgot how that looks from outside. Perspective, yeah, yeah. You know, and especially with teenagers. I mean, that's the so thing. So dramatic. That's the thing. Also, we don't realize because we're so self-centered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and obviously. I'm not excusing you if you're completely selfish and don't think of anyone ever. Um, don't do that. Be nice. Mm-hmm. That's what we say. Be kind. And remember. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Does it? <laughs> it better. Um, and like, to a certain extent, I will say that a part of all these hormones that you're getting and being a teenager is partly you are believing that you are the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, like partly believing that your feelings right now are the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, they are they are death or life. No, what's it called? Life or death? Life or death. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. It's been a long these day. These brain farts are so bad. <laughs> I like, I have it and then it's just gone, like without a trace. Life or um, death. But yeah, and it's like you, everything feels so intensely because mm-hmm. your hormones are going mad. And give yourself some credit for that, I think. Mm-hmm. That was my main point. Like, give yourself some credit for the fact that sometimes you're going to need it to be about you, you know? Yeah. Obviously. And obviously I'm not, ex- you know, don't not every moment of every second should be about you. However, there are some times where it's, it's going to feel... It's about that balance, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't feel bad for it. Like... It, it's crazy <laughs> being a teenager and hormones. And I will say, like, one of the things that I noted down that I really wanted to talk about as well was, like, unseen changes. Because, mm. mm-hmm. like, hormonally, okay, yeah. our bodies are going through so much. And yeah. hormones essentially are, they control what your body does, how your body feels, your emotions. You know, hormones control how much hair you grow. Hormones mm-hmm. control your um, skin. Hormones yeah. control your emotions. Whether or not and, you break out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And... You're getting this whole rush of them yeah. when you're a teenager. In a short period of in time. In a tiny t- yeah. period of time. Yeah. All of a sudden, your body's just being pumped with testosterone, estrogen. Um, progesterone. Progesterone. Ooh, okay, bio. That was, yeah, that okay, was... Okay, bio. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but also, like, all the ones that make you emotional. Mm-hmm. And, like, you mm-hmm. know... And here's a fun fact, which, hey, I don't know if it's a fact, honestly. Fact check me. But guys, um, there's studies that suggest that... Guys also have monthly cycles. Don't they during have daily a period? Cycles, they they might as well. However, they go like through monthly cycles, like the period, mm-hmm. like yeah, the menstrual yeah, yeah. cycle. Yeah. Um, however, for them, it's more like about once a month they get a spike in like testosterone, oh, and it makes them more aggressive than they usually are, oh. or more intense than they usually are. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And also, another fun fact, this one I'm more sure is true, um, that when premenstrual syndrome, PMS, the whole, like, oh, you're on your period, yeah. you're so emotional right now, is when women have the highest amount of testosterone in their bodies. I love that. I really <laughs> do love that. As a feminist, I really do I love really that. I really do love that, yeah. <laughs> so, um, just out there, um, boys, should you be listening? I Don't ask if a girl is on her period, period, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's so much though. Periods it really are so is. much. Can well, we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> because my first period was a nightmare. I cried probably the entire duration of it. <laughs> this has to be. Hold on, no, we have to put this on femininity. We're coming back to the first period story. <laughs> so actually it would already be out, but if you haven't watched it for whatever reason. Um, I, I don't. I, I can't I don't, think of a yeah, reason. I really honestly. can't think of it. But if you haven't listened to episode one, why would you listen to episodes in different orders? You know, that's what I. Why, also why not start about. with the first one? And why not just do them all if you're gonna do? I know. Like right? if you're gonna do one, just go to ten. Yo, episode ten so is about good cults. At promoting. <laughs> promoting. <laughs> promoting. <laughs> promoting. Are we though? <laughs> this just has to go beep. <laughs> we're laughing too much oh no no i enjoy laughing i enjoy laughing too that's another thing with being a teenager um laughing with your friends is like therapy genuinely oh yeah 100 percent. because like my when friends are like therapy. when you're stuck in your thoughts and asking why the world is so horrible to you and choosing you to be the worst person <laughs> to you just go hang out with your friends and it literally feels like nothing ever happened that's what like i've spoken about this like t- in normal conversations with people about that feeling of teenage camaraderie oh yeah i love you know? the way you put that yeah i really there's do. just that feeling of like and i get it people like teenagers get shit for being out and being loud and being boisterous or whatever yeah. but there's something so purely teenage about that experience mm-hmm. and the effect that it can have on you yeah because like yeah. there are so many moments where like i'm with my friends or like we're doing like we're in my room and, you know, we're all just sitting around and laughing and adding so many jokes until we're all crying, you know? <laughs> or Holding like, our stomachs. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, we're in a car and we're, like, blasting music. Or, like, mm-hmm. we're in public and we're, like, laughing and making yeah. jokes and yeah. jumping on stuff. Like, obviously, don't be menaces to society. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. We're not telling you to go out there and be menaces to society. But enjoy that kind of teenage revelry. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. it really does do wonders. Yeah. Like, just a moment where, like, you're doing stuff because you're a kid, but not quite, mm-hmm. you know? And you're an adult, but not quite. And you're Ooh, in that halfway limbo. I want to talk limbo. about that. I want to talk about that blurry line. This is line. a perfect segue. Yeah, this it really is. This is a perfect is. segue. Because, like, you're too young to be an adult, but you're too old to be a child. And that really... I feel like we should have, like, our own, like, little... Not that teenager is the right word for it, but, like, our own little box between, you know child actually scratch that that doesn't make teenager yeah i know i thought of that (laughs) no but i get what you're saying because like this is directly applicable to where we are in our lives Mm -hmm. yeah we are trying to figure out what you need to go to how much money we're gonna pay Mm -hmm. what to do this and this Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. but i still have to ask go to the bathroom yeah (laughs) what is that about like i don't know what to do i am 18 years old i am not gonna ask my teacher if i can go piss or not I'm sorry for shouting, but it's really frustrating. Just for them to sometimes say no. Like, 
deny me the bathroom? In, in nine months, I'm going to have to pay my own bills. And I, you're going to tell me I can't go to the bathroom? I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's that weird limbo. Yeah. Because in some situations, act like an adult. You know, mm-hmm. be responsible. Do this. Mm-hmm. Do that. Mm-hmm. Do this. In other situations, shut up. You're a kid. You don't know anything. Exactly. Yeah. And what? <laughs> what are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> it's first of all, it's okay to be confused, guys. Like honestly, we are too. I, I as am, you can tell, we're sitting here talking to you, just trying to sound intelligent. Like we're just trying to give you something that you can build with. Yeah. Um, but we also have no idea what we're doing or where we're at right now, and like figuring that out, especially in this limbo period. Mm-hmm is insanity Mm -hmm. you know because like we have little to no life experience we have what 60 years to go in theory (laughs) (laughs) 60 years to go (laughs) wow wow anyway we have 60 years to go what a fraction of our lives we have lived approximately an eighth of our life Hmm. and we're going through all of these changes and expected to know just figure everything out in a snap yeah but i also think like what okay i've realized in like in the recent past that it is temporary like you said it's only an eighth percent of our lives Mm. and while you're going through it it's very easy to think of it as this is my entire life this is how it's gonna be forever Mm, yeah it's not though (laughs) Um, yeah things i will say my period is still the worst (laughs) <laughs> days of my life <laughs> yeah but like a lot of it does get better and it does level out and if you're listening to us and you have like you know all of a sudden you have body hair or all of a sudden you are crying that PETA commercial that you never used to cry at you know you have K-cup boobs exactly. <laughs> it gets it levels out it gets better and like that it goes back to that feeling of teenage camaraderie there are people out there who are knowing what you're going through mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like now I know who like I can talk to just random teenagers and be like, hey, can I get a tampon? And yeah. no questions asked. They're going to give me a tampon. You know? If I'm like, oh, my cramps are so bad. So many other people who don't even know me yeah. will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, this is what yeah. I do. Yeah. Like, there's just something so beautiful about that sense of, like, we're all suffering together. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I feel like also um, the it's very different from the start of puberty, from the end of puberty. Mm-hmm. Or teenage. Are we even at the end of... No. Oh, I don't think so. We, it's not over I, your, yet. your brain stops developing. Oh, but that's puberty. like your brain. Your yeah, brain yeah, yeah. stops developing when no, you're no, like no, twenty no, no. something. Yeah, for for men, it's usually older, like sixteen. That, to hey, I believe 18. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for women, we start earlier. So, like, did you hear that theory that 13, it's because of society? What do you mean? That the reason that you know that whole thing that girls grow up faster than boys. Mm-hmm. And like even like the what you just said about brain development, mm-hmm. there's a theory that that's because of societal expectations, because boys can get away with the boys will be boys stuff, a lot longer. No, but I'm than talking about can. like physical things. Yeah, I know, but like from the impact, it's happened for so long. Are you serious? <laughs> that's what the theory is that it's been happening since like. When was sexism invented? <laughs> start of so time. So long ago. Yeah. When was that? A <laughs> couple billion years. No, 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 not start of time. I, I'll rephrase that. Um, start of human. The human era. <laughs> yeah. yeah Roundabout there, somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been going on so long that boys get away with raucous and more childish behavior for mm-hmm. longer, and they get told boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. And girls have to be like, no, like you're a lady now, get it together. Like basically from the moment they get their period. 
um, mm-hmm. th- all of a sudden the rules are different for them. Yeah. And that, that's changed the way that our brains are developing and the different speeds because purely like... What's the scientific information about that? I don't remember. It was an article. If I find it, it's in the resource bank. Um, if not, then research it in your own time, I guess. I don't know. Um, it could be pseudoscience. Honestly, I did just see it somewhere. <laughs> Fact check me. Um, but I just thought that was really cool to think about because mm-hmm. like... Yeah. It, it kind of does make sense because as well, like, I'm I'm thinking about it, this might be a bit of a stretch, but like it's kind of survival of the fittest kind of way. Mm-hmm. Because boys who are childish at older ages, they're gonna be fine because you know that behavior is excused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girls who take longer to develop are more likely to you know be t- scrutinized. Scrutinized like, exactly. Why, don't why are why? you? Yeah, exactly. You why are you like this? Why are you doing what? this? Oh what? Are, yeah. Yeah. And like to a certain extent, you know girls who are, go have to go through something that intense might mm-hmm. either, you know, something might happen to them, mm-hmm. you know, because the hate crimes and mm-hmm. people might just think, oh, yeah, she's so childish. Like, what's the point? Especially mm-hmm. way back when, when they were just lobotomizing women. That's insane. <laughs> For any reason. Um, we'll talk about that in our feminine And stuff that they're episode. doing to us. Yeah. That's stuff that we do to ourselves, sorry, in that case. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because if you're growing up, growing up and everything's awful and you're not developing fast enough, then, mm-hmm. you know. And also, way back when, the younger you were, the more likely somebody was to marry you. And so if you developed faster, you got married faster, you had more kids, you passed on those early genes. I understand that. Yeah. I kind of see, yeah. But that's theoretical. I really I, yeah. I really just applied the knowledge right now. That would Fact be really me. interesting. Yeah, that would actually be kind of interesting to look into. Yeah. I, we might research this afterwards, and there might be something cool in the resource bank. Um, Go check it out. Check it out. Always check out the resource bank. Look at us plugging our episodes. I know. Like good hosts. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah. I don't remember where we came from there. Women um, starting to develop. Younger. Yes, our development. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different, mm-hmm. um, obviously, mm-hmm. between men and women and individual people, too. Yeah. Um, like, the way, like, women start menstruating at completely different ages. Like, I was the. How old was I? I was 12. I knew a girl who started when she was 11. I, I was 11. O- you were 11? Mm-hmm. I knew another one who started when she was nine, another one who started when she was 15. So it's very different, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, And I would say, as for those societal pressures, fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely. Amen, hallelujah. There are so many, there are too many opinions on being a teenager. You need to get serious. (laughs) Especially the fact that it's so different. For everyone. Who dare have an opinion if it's so different for everyone you know yeah that's like i can have my personal opinion you can have your personal opinion mm-hmm. but you can't apply that to a v- like an entire single. spectrum of people you know which was the one that gets me the most hmm. um the idea that teenagers are always up to trouble or always raucous or always doing whatever they want mm-hmm. because to a certain extent yeah a lot of us just want to have fun and i mm-hmm. can't lie even me sometimes i'm like you know what hey I'm a teenager, um, screw it, I'm going to like yeah. do this and I'm going to do that. But we kind of ignore mm-hmm. all of the mental mm-hmm. pressures and things that happen mm-hmm. to a teenager when you're getting older. You know, I do and, like, think that it's getting better though nowadays, you know? Like uh, the understanding of it? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's still a long way to go. Yeah, um, of course. If you guys listen, well, if you guys listen, when you guys get to episode five, <laughs> we talk about, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we talk about that in a little bit more detail. Um, but like, yeah, it's... There's so much, like, mentally going on. And, like, especially in terms of mental illnesses, a lot of them start or develop 
when you're a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Eating disorders. No, depression, but also with anxiety. all of those hormones, all of yeah, those with all those pressures. hormones and all of those pressures which are all of a sudden hitting you because you go yeah. from being a perfect little angel kid to yeah. a, an awful no good teenager. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the ad. It's, it's 100% in the resource bank, guys. It's so good. Um, but I, my geography teacher, shout out to you, Mr. Hopkinson, because your lessons I feel lessons like this is the second time you shouted him out. No, that was Mr. T last time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is Mr. Hopkinson. <laughs> <laughs> but you showed us this ad for a chocolate, maybe? I don't know. But it was this kid on midnight about to enter his 13th birthday mm-hmm. and the joke of it is that the moment that it strikes midnight his parents are his parents are talking like oh no he's almost 13 what are we gonna do and then it strikes midnight and he comes down the stairs and he's all of a sudden eating everything and cursing at them and being messy mm-hmm. and like being awful and just being mean yeah. and like they're just scared and that was the whole idea that yeah. being a teenager is so terrifying yeah. Yeah. but there's so much more there <laughs> really so is so much more um, don't get me wrong I get it we're scary if I'm in public and I see a group of teenagers, I, I will cross the street. <laughs> I will. Same. I will. I will cross the street. <laughs> but, like, also, I think that we are so quick to just do that whole, oh, teenagers are awful just because they're teenagers, mm-hmm. and not teenagers are awful because there's a lot of things going on in their bodies. They don't understand it. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, like, look more at the root than you look at. Like, even basic. as parents, like, they yeah. were also teenagers. Yeah. You know? Everyone was a teenager. Everyone had this changing, like... Mm-hmm. Like, change. your mind, your body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of that happened to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And the most we can do is have a little bit of compassion. Yeah. Because I think the moment that you just start dismissing that kind of behavior just because they're a teenager and not actually looking at the root of it... Yeah, yeah. So many problems get so much worse. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. And that's a problem, obviously, mm-hmm. that that stigma that gets attached to it and being yeah. a teenager and figuring that out. Yeah. Because it's hard. It really is. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Speaking of hard, um, oh, no, that's going to be bad. That's a bad transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking- We're leaving that in. We're leaving yeah. that in. <laughs> Speaking of difficult... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna understand why that was gonna be a bad segue when I explain. Um, but speaking of difficult, romance Let's as a teenager. Talk about it. That's why I couldn't say hard. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of difficult, romance as a teenager. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it because mm-hmm. can't lie, yeah. Teenagedom is supposed to be that moment where you're like, oh, you're dating and you're getting around and you're mm-hmm. having all this fun. And some people either don't feel comfortable doing that, mm-hmm. don't want to do any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and all of a sudden your body is going from, I don't even know what sex is to all I want is sex. Yeah. You know, and like your hormones. Mm -hmm. Because I made that joke about being horny all the time, but all because if you've never had hormones that make you horny. Yeah. And all of a sudden your body is like, whoa, 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 let's go. Let's Let's just keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, romance, sex, sexuality as a teenager. Mm hmm. Well,. As a topic we're discussing right now, it's very complex, mm-hmm. multifaceted. Mm. Yeah. There's so many things to consider. Um, but, like, from my personal experience, I think... Is that a slug? There's a slug in here. There's a slug in here? I... What the fuck? I'm is sorry. it actually a I'm slug? Really sorry. I'm we're really sorry. We're sorry. Like, There's a slug in here. We'll post it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to post it. <laughs> 
I don't know why. Actually, to be fair, we were we're are recording this pretty um early, so it's probably already posted at in our highlights. Um, at ready or not podcast, at ready or not underscore podcast underscore. Um, that's so. But weird. also, when you see the picture, you're gonna understand why a slug being in here is so wild. Because this is a, it's a soundproof room. <laughs> <laughs> As in, like, there are pad- there's padding on all the walls and the doors, so I don't know how a slug got in here. I know. Um, anyway. But hey, now. Um, romance. Yes. D- well, don't feel pressured to date, first of all. Start there. Just because you're a teenager doesn't mean that you have yeah, to that's very, be having yeah. sex or that's dating or, you know, whatever. And um, Also, with the societal pressures of being yeah. a teenager, you do not have to date someone. Yeah. You do not need to be pressured into having sex. Mm-hmm. You know, you do not need to be pressured into getting married. <laughs> yeah, I know. As those as teenagers like... that get married, basically, <laughs> like those, mm, I'm not even going to start to unpack that. You do you. I'm not going to judge you. Um, but don't feel the pressure to do yeah. a specific kind of idea. Because don't get me wrong. Dating is fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's great. But that's my point of view. And not everybody feels that way. Yeah. And I think as well, like, that idea of being a teenager and being in a high school, there are going to be people who are dating. And there, it's hard not to fall into that mm-hmm. idea of, mm-hmm. oh, it's so easy for them to get a boyfriend or a What's girlfriend. Wrong with me? Yeah, why can't yeah. I get a boyfriend yeah. or a girlfriend? Yeah. Honey, it's okay. <laughs> First of all, if somebody isn't your boyfriend or girlfriend, it's because they aren't meant to be your boyfriend or girlfriend. Period. Just happens sometimes. <laughs> What's meant to be will be. Yeah, and that exactly. That is my life's philosophy. Exactly. And there's, there's sometimes there's just nobody who's compatible with you um, or nobody who you're interested and in. And in no means is that a reflection of your of worth. Of your worth or yeah. who you are, yeah. Because yeah. I can't lie. I've been in that whole, like, oh, why is it so easy for yeah. everybody else to get a, yeah. a, a partner? And I have yeah. to, it's so hard for me, you know, especially mm-hmm. in that idea of we're teenagers and, like, that we're supposed to be having sex. We're supposed yeah, to be dating. Yeah. We're supposed to be, like, crazy about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, especially when it comes to teenage girls and teenage boys, we're supposed to, like, you know, lift a hand and 20 boys are going to fall over. I know. <laughs> you I know? know. And so it's weird navigating that kind of idea and that kind of intense outside influence when mm-hmm. something like you dating or you having sex is so intimate. It's such a personal it's thing. It's so personal. Yeah. You know, and having all that influence on it purely because you're a teenager or purely because you fit in this age group or this demographic or mm-hmm. this category mm-hmm. can be really damaging, especially because yeah. your brains are so much plastic right now. Yeah. And like, I remember that I didn't really understand the implications of um, sex. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, of course I knew sex happened between two people who, you know, are sexually attracted to one another. <laughs> um, there's a chance of you getting pregnant. There's a chance you get pregnant should you With, have heterosexual yeah, sex. I was just um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I didn't understand the emotional aspects that went into it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, like, was fairly, fairly young when I had my first boyfriend. I was really, really young. I was younger than I should have been. Question. Um, Did you feel pressured? Yeah, 100%. That's what my point was. I <laughs> was on the cusp of puberty and... Um, all of a sudden, all my friends and his friends were telling me that he thought I was hot and that he liked me. Mm-hmm. And I felt this pressure that mm. I should like him. I'm a teenager. This guy likes me. I should date him. Yeah. You know, I'm a teenager. I should have a boyfriend. Yeah. You know, but then it ended up that we weren't very compatible. Um, In the slightest. And that compatibility is for multiple different reasons. Totally not just because he was a real piece of work. Um, <laughs> 
wherever you are, I, I don't know. Maybe you're doing well. <laughs> um, but it's also just that, like, I felt like I needed to. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand all of the emotional, unseen aspects of being in a relationship, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And second of all, you know, sex, you know, mm-hmm. sex, sexual acts, like all of these things. And I don't think he did either. He was older than me. Um, not like, <laughs> I should preface this, not like pedophile older than me. <laughs> He's just That's like a me. good preface. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I said I was on the cusp of puberty. I know. So. <laughs> Not pedophile older than me. He was like in the grade above me. Um, and so, of course, he also had different ideas and he was in yeah. a different place in his puberty journey. Yeah. And I didn't understand all the emotional things that went into having sex. And it led to me having so many negative sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, not necessarily sex, um, but even stuff like kissing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like the intimacy of kissing. The intimacy of... of like lying down together or like sharing a bed and stuff like that. Like I didn't understand all of the unseen aspects Mm -hmm. and I thought that I could like, you know, be fine without that. Mm -hmm. But then I started feeling things or like have certain connotations with things and I Mm -hmm. didn't understand why. Yeah. And like, it was so brushed off as just regular teenage acts that I never really like understood Mm -hmm. why until like years later, Mm -hmm. honestly, like Mm -hmm. years later is when I really understood that, oh, I was feeling like that because doing this with a person makes you feel and think this. And that made me feel and think this because that happened, you know, but back then it was just like, what is going on? Yeah. (laughs) You know, why, why can I not just kiss my boyfriend and be fine? Mm -hmm. Or why does, why am I so, you know, Mm -hmm. obsessed with this one thing or Mm -hmm. why does this thing consume me (laughs) you know yeah and like that's it's important to talk about it really is because like when you think about sex and sexual acts and Mm -hmm. being in a relationship you kind of think of the basics you Mm -hmm. know you think about like what you said the mechanics of it yeah you know if you have sex you might have a baby if you have heterosexual sex Mm -hmm. um there are different kinds of sex yada 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 and your body might do this your body might do that but also you're you might feel this way because sex is linked to your dopamine yeah it's honestly it's not even just a physical thing it's mental it's It's mental it's emotional emotional. it's spiritual yeah like if you are pressured into doing something that you're not Mm -hmm. comfortable with yeah at at any age even don't you know you don't have to unless of course you know I don't want to say but like unconsensual acts yeah sexual assault of any kind essentially yeah and like I obviously you don't have a choice in that but if no you but do sometimes feel pressured you can by because like peers. my experience my experience with sexual assault um mm-hmm. which I will preface this disclaimer and I'm prefacing this right now I am going to talk about sexual assault and so if this is a bit of a trigger for you you're more than welcome to skip to when we stop talking about it um don't know when that's going to be exactly might well, be in the description yeah yeah so just so you know Skip to 44 minutes. So, you know. But my experience with sexual assault wasn't even that I said no. Yeah. I felt like I needed to. And that was that kind of pressure that was put on me. Yeah. And um, sometimes, yeah, I was like, I don't want to do that. And then you get that pressure and, you know, he turned it into a yes. Mm -hmm. Even though I didn't want to. He knew I didn't want to. He still spent half an hour telling me, you know, that it was what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. yada 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 mm-hmm. and because of like I didn't and I wasn't really understand like it got to the point that like I didn't even say no at the beginning yeah because I knew that he was just gonna break me down and make me say yes anyway yeah so I would just let him because mm-hmm. I didn't think that there were going to be any real effects mm-hmm. but and I said this to you recently I was in um 
was in something with this guy. And sometimes I would be, you know, being with him sexually or intimately like that. And it would, in my mind, all of a sudden, it was my ex-boyfriend again. And I didn't want to do it. And he was making me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it would make me sweat. I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and obviously yeah. that's extreme because it's sexual assault and not yeah. just sex. Yeah. But to a certain extent, it has that same connotation. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I was just saying yes do it because I was like it's gonna be over and then I'm gonna forget about it yeah but it's been years yeah yeah it's been years and I still have that kind of association because it messed with my emotions and it messed Mm -hmm. with how Mm -hmm. you know what I associated it with my feelings my social things and it's so crazy that that's not talked about and all you get like in like sex ed talks are don't get pregnant put on a condom yeah yeah (laughs) you know because emotionally, there's so much more that goes into yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, that kind of development. And once more, the unseen changes. Yeah. Also, I think, because what you said, like, with hindsight. Yeah. You realize that it's yeah. not as insignificant as it seems, you know? Yeah. And to apply that to this whole topic, with hindsight, with when we're older, we're probably going to laugh at the choices we've made, you know? Yeah. We're going to make fun of our younger selves. But then there's also, like, the serious aspect with the things that stick with you, you know? Because being a teenager is so formative. Yeah. It's so formative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, especially mm-hmm. for, like, who you are for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of the idea of, like, it sticks with you. But also, to be fair, what do we know? We're just teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, guys. That's a really good point. Remember how earlier in the episode we said teenagers know nothing? That could very well be the case. We might listen to these podcasts, like way down the line mm-hmm. and be like what were you saying you silly little girl you should have known more <laughs> exactly um but also a good point is give yourself room to grow and not know exactly you yeah. know i think okay i'm gonna say this as i'm just gonna put this out there yeah okay limiting yourself there. to a box like i am a pharmacist let's say you are only gonna become a pharmacist mm. you know mm-hmm. If you don't allow yourself that space to grow and change, you're never going to do that, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to apply this to our teenage life, Mm -hmm. you know? Because the way I went into being a teenager Mm -hmm. is nowhere near who I've become now. Yeah. And that is Mm -hmm. because I allowed myself that space to change. you You don't have to know. And, like, once... That's a really good point mm-hmm. because like especially when you're a teenager a lot of the things that you go through it's like oh no it's a phase mm-hmm. you know and it, it might be yeah <laughs> honestly yeah. it might be but it's not negative yeah like if that's what if that's like that phase or that period of your life where you want to dye your hair and wear this kind of clothes and do this then do it because you're you're in that point where yeah. you're allowed to figure things out try things out it's be a redhead for a month and then a blonde the next exactly. you know like yeah. wear go from wearing like long flowy dainty little skirts to tiny little crop tops like i'm gonna be honest i had an emo face like dead ass <laughs> my <laughs> jaw just dropped <laughs> What in fresh To be fair, it lasted like two weeks. But after that, I realized how much I loved wearing the color black. Yeah. And now that's pretty much... I'm wearing only black today, you know? How? I I expanded my interest in music, you know? On the flip side of that, mm-hmm. I went through that, that phase as well. Like yeah. that whole... Not emo, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> we are going to talk about that when the mic goes off. <laughs> we are going to discuss this. Um, but 
I went through that period of time where I only wore black and I, you know, I was just, I thought that was cool or, or edgy or whatever. And now I, like, I'm sitting next to you and I'm wearing white, basically. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing white and very light colors. And, like, I don't regret that phase of my life. I still like wearing dark colors and wearing the kind of clothes I used to wear mm-hmm. then. However, it does help me figure out, like, oh, I like this more than I like this. Exactly. And so I'm not going to do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. And, like, don't don't let, like, adults or other teenagers stigmatize the whole, ugh, it's just a phase. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the ugh, mm-hmm. she's not really emo, she's just a phase. Because, hey, maybe it's not. Maybe you are going to enjoy exactly. wearing dark clothes and yeah. doing this kind of makeup or wearing these kind of clothes for the rest of your life. But it might not. You yeah. know, you might not. You, this might be just a thing you did as a teenager. Yeah. And that's okay. That's really you okay. You don't have to figure everything out right now. Now is the time to be experimenting and yeah. Yeah. doing all of like these things. Like you said, it's about figuring out what you like and what you don't like. Exactly. And, and that's life, honestly. <laughs> That's a good point. It does. It isn't even just applicable to being a teenager. It's applicable to going through life. Yeah. Go through phases. Figure yourself out. It's just more so in your teenager because your body's also figuring itself out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like your body's still like deciding. You know what's going on, and you're still adjusting to your body figuring mm-hmm. stuff out. Mm-hmm. And so, have fun with it. Honestly, uh, mentally, physically, what you wear, what you do. Um. Yeah. Um. Anything else you wanted to talk about? I think we've covered what I want to talk about for the most part. But honestly, I feel like we should make another episode in like 10 years and talk about all the things that were wrong yeah. about this episode. Yeah. Get yeah. I think this is your teenage life part two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your eye out for that. <laughs> Get excited, guys. 10 years. Um, and then another 10 years. And then another 10 years. And we'll just yeah. see what we keep adding on. Um, because... It's an ever-changing experience. It really being, is. being a human being is an ever-changing experience. Yeah. And just because in this period of time a lot of changes are happening in a condensed period doesn't mean they're the only changes that are going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And it's okay. I I think that's also what I really wanted to say to any teenager, any human being watching this. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. It's really tough, but it's gonna be okay. <laughs> you are gonna pull through, and there are like that teenage camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You know your friendship groups. Yeah, there are things that will make it worth it. A hundred percent. Yeah, and just like write it out. <coughs> do you <clears throat> enjoy doing you? Yeah. Be unapologetic for doing you. Um, like the episode title, be authentic in your experience. Be authentic. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Be authentic and being a teenager. Yeah. And you don't have to apologize about it. And yeah, it's going to be messy sometimes, but that's totally fine. <laughs> like, Who isn't? <laughs> is my question. Who, Who won't isn't? do it? Who isn't? <laughs> a mess. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Good for us. Good for us. Authenticity. And, and good for life. you too. And good for you for listening. If you made it this far, go and get yourself a lollipop. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Or something else. You are your own person. Unless you're allergic to sugar, which I don't think a lot of people can be. You know. <laughs> Anyways. Get yourself something for listening to this. We made it this far. Yeah. Um, as per usual, our sign off. Yeah. You should know it and know it well by now. Um, be, be kind. Think, think wisely. And always be willing, willing to, to listen. listen. Thank you. We love you. Sadie. Okay. Now okay. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> Ow. Give it like hand. a little bit of like. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is so good. <laughs>
where were you? Ah! You know, like the metal band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible that this is genuinely just what's coming out of our mouth. I know.